time to buy in. You're listening to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. episode of the Noble Capital Radio Hour, where we explore investment strategies for the modern financial landscape. I'm your host, Chris Ragland, and with me, as always, are my esteemed co-hosts, Mr. Romney Navarro and Jaden Newman. Welcome back to the Airwaves, guys. What's up, Chris? What's up, Jaden? Hey, gentlemen. Glad to be back with you, too. Yes. Yeah, Jaden, you were out last week. I, man. You, you missed you, a doozy. You missed it. We had a crazy show last week. It was, we were totally... I don't know. We, we didn't know what to expect because we were doing a recap of the state of the company that we have twice a year at Noble. And Sean was with us. And every single segment we had pre-recorded like background noise, interviews, random speaking segments, all of this from the state of the company event that we had up at the Renaissance. It was pretty cool. Yeah, dude, you missed a good wow. one. Wow. I can't wait to go back and listen to that one. I, I was actually on summer vacation with the, with the fam. Uh, the kids are about to start school. So we squeezed one in right there at the end of the summer and had an amazing time. Nice. That's awesome. Got down to the Bahamas. My first time to to visit the Bahamas, but I was just getting into island life there, kind of <laughs> island time where you forget what day it is. And we had to pull you back, and pull then, him back. And then, yep, here I am back in the studio. I think you told me that on Friday. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> How does that happen? Seriously? <laughs> so your, your oldest one is almost out of high school. That's right. He's going to be a senior. Um, fun fact, he is six foot nine and he is, uh, just an amazing young man and it's been amazing to see him grow up. And then his little sis is a sophomore and fun fact, she's six foot tall. So (laughs) nobody's messing with her. I'll tell you that much. Fun fact number three, she's taller than I am. (laughs) God bless. Hey, no, I only say that because that means these summer trips are starting to kind of, they're starting to slow down, maybe even come to close to the end. You know, as a, as the big family trips. That's right. I still have a few more years, but I'm cherishing every single one of them, man. Yeah. Well, we my part. we were just talking about it here in the studio. The what, what happens with the real estate market this time of the year? Yeah. Um, so yeah. what 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 is your y'all's analysis on that? As as school starts, what what are we going to see? You know, it's funny. So it's two things happen. So we play we play a couple different sides of the coin in what we do. But the real retail market, the people that are buying houses, they stop buying houses. They go back to school. Things just slow down, but investors start going crazy and start buying property left and right. So it's a, it's a good time for us. It's kind of the, it, it's just the opposite effect. Whereas the, the broader market slows down, our little niche market heats up. Can't wait. Yeah. And then you have to balance that, of course, with all the people that have been moving to Texas, right? We've talked about this a lot. We even brought economists on the show and had them talk about what are the driving forces behind that employment, availability, lower affordability, you know, of homes, generally speaking from a nation standpoint, especially when you compare us to places like California, but people are still moving here. So normally when you would see that typical cyclical slowdown, that's true, but it's also being tempered with the fact that we have an enormous amount of people moving to Texas. So if you look at the seasonality of home buying in Texas, it's not quite as big as it has been in years past. 
Sure, the peaks and valleys are a little different, but but the people still want to put properties on the market in the spring and summer months. Yeah. So people are really trying to buy now to hit the market come March. Tell you what, we talked a lot about this at the State of the Company event. That's our semi-annual client event where all of our investors come and they get to hear how we're doing as a company. And we also talk about what we're doing moving forward. If you miss that, though, you can actually go to our website and download the entire thing. I think it's actually uploaded to our YouTube channel, but you can go to our website and you can find us at noblecapital.com. Yeah, I think you could also find it on some of our social media platforms. If I'm not mistaken, we've posted it on Facebook. So Noble Capital, Facebook. You could find it on Instagram. You could find us on Twitter and on LinkedIn. So give us a give us a look. Give us a quick shout out. Tell us something. Reach out, engage to the radio show. We'd love to get some comments. That was fun. So that next time we're having that event, our State of the Company again, it's a twice a year event. So it will be in January where we review the second half of this year. And boy, are we already off to a heater in terms of start. We have done some pretty great things at Noble within all divisions of our company. And what are we and what are we focused on? Noble Capital traditionally focuses on retirement planning, private lending, and real estate. We're a unique shop, that's for sure. And that brings me to today's topic. We're essentially talking about today, income planning. How are you, as an individual or a family or as a couple, how are you setting yourself up in the future for an income plan. That's really what we're about. Yeah, and we're talking about real estate. How do you fold this real estate thing into your income plan? Because you can. Yep. You can have you can have predictable, reliable income over a diversified portfolio in real estate in your income plan. Absolutely, man. And we love those types of clients because frankly, those are that's the lifeblood of our business. That's what we do. So let's do it. Let's jump into everybody's favorite segment, Sean on the Street. Every single week, our producer goes out there and makes a fool of himself asking a bunch of questions to a bunch of strangers who absolutely don't know what he's what he's up to. So whenever he asks these questions and they give him a kind of bizarro answer, he he then goes and puts it on the air, and we get to break it down when we come back from the break. So let's do this thing. Sean on the street. This is Sean on the street. And this week, we're going to go out into the wide world, and we're going to find some people to talk to about income. What do you think is the most important part of planning for retirement. Living within your means along the way. So budgetary. Budgetary. Okay. Absolutely. absolutely. A lot of people that we know nowadays they live life to the fullest, so right. to speak. They look back and they look at their bank account and they think, oh my gosh, I'm there and I don't have a whole lot to get me to the rest of my life. And yeah. And they wonder where they went wrong. And they went wrong in their 20s when they were living it up. Yeah. Because where they went yeah. wrong. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> Do you know where the rest of your income is going to come from every month for the rest of your life? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. So so where is where is that, for example? From Noble. We started with Acute, which is now Noble. Sure. Uh, making some investments with, with Acute. We've got a, some, some money with some other people that are in the stock market and, and okay. that type of thing. Your, your income is coming from a lot of, of different places then. Exactly. So exactly. Don't, don't put all your eggs in one basket. That's right. Exactly. Diversify yeah. around. It's just being balanced. Yeah. Being balanced, being reasonable. In your opinion, what's the best source of retirement income? A, retirement accounts. B, stocks. C, real estate. D, social security. All of them. All of them. Yeah. Okay, that's a good answer. Why? Because uh, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. If you diversify, you're probably better off than whether you'll be able to weather situations as they arise. So. You're the smartest person I've talked to today, so because that, that is exactly what I would say. So, how much money do you need for retirement? Well, that probably depends on how old you are when you retire. Okay. But, uh, the more, the better, I would say. Yes. So, it She's takes great. What age do you plan to retire? Sixty. 
65, 70, or probably never. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of semi-retired right now, okay. but I uh, still do some work, and I'll probably continue to do that as long as I can. Okay, so this one is a little more complicated. What is the rule of 100? A, the 100 feudal lords ruling Europe during the Dark Ages. B, a rule stating you should have enough retirement income to live to 100. C, a way to estimate risk in an investment portfolio. Or D, what the heck are you talking about? You're crazy. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to guess enough money to live to be 100, but I don't know. Okay, that's the second best answer. <laughs> um, it's actually a way to estimate risk in an investment portfolio. Okay. So how, how much money would you estimate that you need for retirement? By the time I get to retirement, probably a million. A million? Uh, minimum. <laughs> yeah. What age do you think you'll retire? 55, 60, 65, or probably never? Probably never. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I mean, that's just, I mean, it's just the way it is. Yeah. What is the rule of 100? I think I've heard that before. It's a way to estimate <laughs> risk in an investment portfolio. Gotcha. Here we go again with the trucks. For better or worse, this has been Sean on the Street with the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Back to you, Chris. Man, thanks, Sean. I don't know what to say. That was... I think we need to comment on the background music. Hey, do first. we? Do we feel still talk about the background? Does he? Have, do we have insurance on him when he's out there? Like, I don't think we do. Well, I think we need workers' you know, comp a, on that. I kid. jumped. I thought that was a gunshot. Me too. Like, and, the guy, and everybody ducked. <laughs> no, and he's at a construction site. I think is what he's doing. Oh my gosh! And, and also, gee, I wonder what season is it? Is there? Yeah. Did you hear any cicadas in the background again? Wow. You know what we should do? <laughs> if anybody's interested in getting in on Sean on the street. Maybe you should come into the office and we'll record something there with a little bit more of a controlled sound environment because this stuff is insane. No, that's crazy. That's what tells you. It's certainly real when he's out there on the street doing it. I think that's the whole point. I but, love the fact that people like talking about retirement. But hey, you know what? You just opened something up. You want to be on our radio show and you want to be asked a question by Sean on the street, hit us up on our Facebook page. Let us know. You want to be contacted. We'll reach out to you. They'll schedule a call and they'll call you and you can come in on Sean on the street. Yeah, man. That would be so much fun. That would be so much fun to have a guest actually join us on the air for the first time. Don't Romney's wife not, you know. Tell your wife not to call in. To say, okay, know. well, t- I'll, I'll just I'll have to retract the text. <laughs> I knew nothing. that's what you were doing yeah. over there. Hey, all right, when we get back on the next segment, I want to dive into more than just the background noise and what they had to say. I heard some really great things there about living within your means, having a solid plan, having diversity. These are some things that I want to touch on. Obviously, we've got Mr. Jaden Newman in the studio with us today who's got a very rich and deep background in income planning, and he's going to help us break that down. Hold in. We'll be right back. Listen to Talk 1370 anytime, anywhere on the Radio.com app. You're tuned in to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Welcome back to the show where we're discussing income planning and, if you paid attention, what hold in means. What does hold in You know, in I mean? meant to say hold on, and then I wanted to say something else, and my brain patched these two things together, and next thing you know, I'm saying... Yeah, you make it up. It, hold in. Whatever you want it to mean, it means. I, you know, most of the show is just me making stuff up, to be honest with you. So <laughs> let's just be real on where we're at here. No, if you're just joining us, <laughs> we're, we're not a couple of guys who don't know how to talk on the radio. Actually, we are. But um, no, we're discussing income planning today, and we are Noble Capital. Noble Capital specializes in retirement planning, real estate investing, and private lending. We actually create income strategies 
for people of all walks of life in terms of how they're going to live that life. And today we're breaking that down. How do you create an income strategy? Sean was just on the street interviewing people. What did you guys have to think about some of the feedback that we received from those uh, those people? I thought the most telling quote from Sean on the street was the guy who said, um, oh, they went wrong in their 20s. <laughs> Okay. I thought that was telling. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think I recognize that voice too, by the no, way. No, I think he inter- he interviewed a current customer. I know exactly who that guy yeah. is. It's the same guy that also said, I already have a plan. I know where my income's coming. Well, yeah. you know where your income's coming? Yep, quick answer. So uh, knowing that guy a little bit, I realize why he said that because mm-hmm. th- the way his life has played out. <laughs> uh, he had a great 20s. <laughs> he, he had a great 20s. He started planning a little later. He did. Um, and he had a couple of things that happened to him too. Mm-hmm. So anyway, long story short, th- they went wrong in their 20s. That was the one that stood out to me. It just kind of, it's actually wisdom coming from a 60 something year old man, husband and wife team saying, you got to get ahead of this thing. It really is. It really is. It's the type of stuff that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Passing on wisdom is probably the best thing that you could pass on in terms of your legacy to the, to the next generation. If you're in your 20s, start, start working on this at the very least, start thinking about this. Yeah, that's right on. And I'll tell you that Another voice I recognized on there, we, I won't give them away, but we'll call them D and D. Okay, <laughs> uh, they're they're some of my favorite clients. Been, been with us for a long time. I actually work with them personally. It was interesting when they Sean asked them, you know, where's your income coming from? Their their first response was noble, you know, noble Ooh. capital. <laughs> and just to be clear, it's not it's not all noble capital, of course not. Yeah. Uh, they have a very well diversified plan, but we are their advisor. We are their retirement advisor. And we help put the plan together, and and it's 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 awesome it's awesome how our clients think of us that way. You know, it's coming from Noble. It, you know, they they figured it all out for us. And really, what what they're saying there is that Noble Capital put together an income plan for us, and put their uh, signature laddered income plan together and delivered that to us. And that's why we went with them because they were able to provide a plan to show us where our income is going to come from for the rest of our lives. And that's a couple that I, I, I look at as kind of a, the, a poster couple for Noble Capital's retirement planning program. They've got a very well diversified program and we've got a lot of predictable and guaranteed income identified for them. And I hear from them often, you know, they, they have very low stress in that household. They, they know exactly where their income's coming from. They, it, it's there every month, like clockwork, and they, they took a very conservative route. They definitely um, have participated in the private lending, kind of our, you know, one of our secret sauce that, that we put in the plan. But they've got a lot of very safe uh, income coming mm-hmm. into from insurance products, life, annuities. They've got their social security optimized. They've, they've even got some some more risk investments out there for growth. So you talk about that rule of 100, they, they nailed that down. And because of that, they're able to live now with that lifestyle confidence and fulfillment that we talked about. Well, break that down for us because we had two different answers on the show on the street. But break down the, the rule of 100 for us again, Jim. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, this is interesting. The, the, the traditional rule of 100 is simply you taking your age. If you're a couple, you can average your age or take the, the older of the two and subtract it from 100. So real quick, if you're 65, 100 less 65 is 35. And what that, that number represents is what percentage of your money should be at risk in something that is, let's call it Wall Street, something where you can lose your money versus which what percentage of your portfolio should be in safe or more predictable investments. 
we've taken the rule of 100 to another level. We're not just looking at an investment portfolio. When we're talking about retirement, income is the center of the universe. So we apply it to the income plan. And the question is, what percentage of your income should be coming from guaranteed or predictable income sources versus what percentage you're, you're willing to roll the dice on and, and count on from sources that aren't guaranteed? When you apply the rule the rule of 100 to an income plan, it's it's very very telling because what the fact is is what most people want. In fact, I'll I'll ask the the audience here if if we just ask the open ended question, what percentage of your retirement income do you want coming in from guaranteed or predictable sources? What what do you think people say? I think the answer is always a very high percentage. It, it, it is. It's usually either I want all of it. Like Even at 45, 50 years old. Sure. I mean, what would you you'd say? Per, a very I want high as percentage. As much as possible, yes. right? Or all of it or a majority of it. Or maybe you're a little bit more of a cowboy or a cowgirl and it's like, well, I'll, I'll, I'm okay with only half of it coming from guaranteed. I'm... I want a little excitement. We'll roll the dice a little you know, on that other half. It's hard to even believe that because you use the word income, not just the entire portfolio. Income, that part, I, I feel like the vast majority of people want predictable income. Well, that, I think I think it is true too, but, but everybody's a little different, right? So perhaps you're making quite a nice income now. I could I could see some people saying, well, I could I could still live very comfortably on half of this income, so I'm going to guarantee half because I know I could I could fall back to that level and still be okay. So I think it might have a little bit to do with personal circumstance. And that's why every client that we have that comes through has a tailored strategy and a blueprint just for them. And no, there's no single one that's the same. There's probably some common themes that we see over and over again, but there's no exactly the same one. It's, it's tailor-made for that individual client. It is. And here, here's the, the reality of it. When we, we talk a bit about this at our events uh, all the time, we, you know, we do these presentations where we talk a lot about our retirement planning philosophy. And when we get into this discussion about, you know, what percentage do you want? Yes, everybody says a majority, most of it, or maybe I can live with half of it. But here's the cold, hard facts. And and this applies to 90% of the people that are in the, that retirement phase, either approaching or in retirement. Right now, as you sit there, most people do not even have 50% of their retirement income locked in from predictable and guaranteed income sources. And and that is a reality when you put it out on on paper and you look at it. And this is one of the first things we do with our clients. Many people only have social security as that that predictable or guaranteed income and maybe they have a pension, probably not, but usually that's it. So when we start looking at okay, so it's going to take x amount of of income coming into the household every month for spending, you know, call it five, 10, 15,000 a month. There, there's a big spread for you. Only half of that income today is, is, is identified as guaranteed or, or known. So now it's up to you to figure out how are you going to pull the rest of that income down? And honestly, when we look at it, most people either just kind of have a spin down strategy where it's like, we're, we're just going to start spending it down and hopefully we can grow it to make it last as long as possible. Or they're just playing uh, the, the the Wall Street game and hoping that this wave continues, this upward trend that we've had to to sustain them and and uh, you know allow them that that at least temporary security to go out and spend and, and live that life. So people don't move, don't necessarily plan rationally in a upward moving market. 
That's right. It's it does. It, it, it there's short term memory very very quickly about what can happen and you know when this market turns and and that's normal. I mean, we're all wanting to ride the wave and make as much sure. as we can here, but at the same time, this is where the conversation goes in in the office. That what we want to do is drill down on what vehicles can we start putting in play in that income plan that are going to give you that predictability and that that those guarantees that you're looking for. So naturally, being in the retirement planning business, we have vast resources to help our clients set up defined benefit plans, which are basically pensions. Uh, Nowadays, because it's well known in in the industry that corporate America has gone away from pensions, it's now up to the individual to take it upon themselves to set up their own pensions. And there's a lot of great vehicles to choose from when you're doing this. And we'll get into that a little bit more in the next segment, but that that's really where the conversation starts is we've got to figure out where your pension is going to come from for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like one of the people said on Sean on the street, it, it's all of the above it's retirement accounts. It's it's social security. It's stock markets. It's everything that makes an income plan. It's a diversified plan. We'll yep. be right back. Now, back to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, we're talking about income planning. We had some Sean on the street moments where we talked about different products, and Jaden was basically breaking down what we're talking about income planning, applying risk measurement tools, the rule of 100 to an income strategy, and deciding how much of your income in retirement that you want guaranteed. That's what we're about at Noble Capital. We are a private lending and real estate company, but we use those as strategies to develop income plans in our retirement division. So if you want to learn more about us, I've mentioned it before and I'll say it again, you can find us at noblecapital.com, but you can also download every one of these episodes is a podcast. You can download those wherever you've got a phone. You just go to the Apple store or you go to Google Play and you can download that or you can do it on our website. And I think we've also got us on the social medias. I think we're still on the social medias. (laughs) We're starting to get a little old for that stuff, but we're we're still on there. Hey, also, guys, if you're listening, if you're interested, if this is something that's really kind of striking a chord, come and check us out at one of these retirement blueprint dinners. We've got two of them coming up in Austin just here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, One is on Thursday, August 23rd, and the other one is on Thursday, August 30th. One is at True Lux, and one one is at Fleming's. Take your pick. We will reserve you a spot. We'll greet you, and we'll give you a bunch of great information. How do you do it? How do you reserve? Easiest way to do it. Ready? Text the number, uh, text the word secure, S-E-C-U-R-E to the number 313131. So text secure to 313131. Nailed it. Yep. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Hold in for one second. Hold in one time real quick. Hold in. I've been I, holding I, in this whole episode. Yeah, I know you have. Hold All in. Right. Let's talk about, about um, maybe just give Jaden a quick plug here because we actually had a, a great article dropped a couple of weeks ago. It was on U.S. News and World Report. The article is called, What Happens If We All Run Out of Money for Retirement? I think that says it all. But you made a, a quote, you had a quote on there that says, and I quote, or at least I'll try to, pensions are all but extinct. Social security will be poorly funded for the future generations and the gig economy has moved workers away from W-2 employment where retirement saving plans like 401ks aren't even offered. Man. Let's break that down for a second. That means... Where do you even, how do you do this? I mean, it's like, we're all SOL. Can I say that on the air? I don't think so. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> Is that what that means? You, it's right on. I mean, it's, it's like 
the question, it's the same response you get when you ask, you know, so when you make that statement we talked about. So well, let's face the facts. Not even half of your income is identified, get guaranteed, predictable, or even just identified. Period. Like, wh- wh- where's your income coming from? the The topic of the show today is income planning, and I'm telling you, it's 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 an epidemic now with America, corporate America, moving away from traditional pensions, traditional you know, go to school, get a job, work for the same company for, for your whole life and retire the, the quote, American dream. Folks, That's that's been flipped upside down on its head now. And really, it's up to you to, to figure this out and, and take matters in your own hand, hands. And that's that's the message that, that we're out there uh, talking about daily with, with our clients. And this is what we want to talk to you about if, if you're interested is, is how do you start doing comprehensive income planning the earlier, the better to have a plan for exactly where your income is going to come from for the rest of your life. It sounds so simple. It sounds like it's common sense. But, folks, th- this is a, a very real issue. And a lot of folks are, are just holding on to their the size of their balance sheet, the size of their, of their uh, net worth as that security blanket, knowing that, okay, I think I'm okay because I've got a million dollars, like the gentleman on, on Sean on the street. How much do you need to retire? Just a yeah, nice round like, number. Just, you know, a million bucks sounds good to me. Not a million. That sounds but right. People have no idea. And what's bad is there is no single strategy either. There's no magic cure. There is no wand. You can't just have one thing fix this problem either. This is a diversified strategy, multi-pronged strategy. It takes multiple products to fulfill different needs at different parts of your life. This is not an easy thing to navigate. And that's that's why it's so intimidating because this what's left of the system for retirement, especially for income, is certainly not designed for someone to do it themselves. There isn't a DIY, right, version of retirement income planning. You really do need an advisor. Obviously, we want to be your advisor, but I'm just telling you there there isn't a DIY version of this except spending it down, which is like massively risky. I think you know? there is a DIY, but I think it, you're going to kind of get what you pay for, right? Yeah, certainly. So that guy with a million dollars probably that it's going to try to achieve a million dollars. That's that's one thing. Set no, that I, one aside. I'm, I'm not talking about the buildup phase. I'm talking about the what happens when you, when you arrive. Well, let's you say know, you got I've, there. I've arrived at the top of the mountain. I've got my million bucks. Yeah, I could spend it down. What happens if I spend too fast? What happens if I run into a long term care issue? What happens if this kind of sucks too? I end up passing away and I didn't even enjoy my my wealth that I built up. What right? happens if that's twenty five years from now and that million dollars is worth four hundred thousand yeah, dollars of today's but you know absolutely. dollars? That's, oh, you mean it, I didn't account for inflation? Gee, forgot about that so part. Here's here's a funny thing. So that same guy gets there with a million dollars. Let's say he gets there this year. He's gonna get some social security if he's like anybody else. If he gets there today, right? If he's like anybody else, he's gonna get about fourteen hundred bucks a month in social security. So he's got a little social security and he's got this you know pile of cash. What the hell does that pay for? I don't know. Fourteen hundred bucks a month. In a, in a mill over a mill, not accumulating any growth. No, and it's it's yeah. I don't know exactly what that does over the course of ten years, twenty years. Certainly not longer than that. Doesn't solve the problem. And what you just described. Let's say social security, a decent balance sheet, and maybe some retirement counts that you built up over the years because you you know your employer matched. That's it. And we've just described the vast majority of Americans retiring right now. Am I wrong? No, it's right on. Yeah. And you know we. When I was in the Bahamas, I watched a lot of people uh, learn that their their iPhone was not waterproof, right? <laughs> but it's amazing how some of these uh, gadgets now that they're making are are either water resistant or waterproof. And we we tested that a little bit. 
uh, while we were there. So is that why you have a new phone? <laughs> no, no, I was lucky. I, I played it smart. But speaking of of being water resistant or waterproof, when, when we talk about these income plans, we've got to uh, make these income plans not just set up to last for for a lifetime, but as Chris mentioned, it needs to be inflation proof. It's it's hard to be inflation proof, but we better be inflation resistant on on these plans. In, inflation is an enemy to your nest egg. It's also got to be tax resistant. Tax planning is a huge part of of income planning. And the when you start adding in planning for inflation, for taxes, for health care and long term care, and you talk about legacy and estate planning, all of these things come together in this planning. It is not uh, something that you just wake up and understand one day. This is something that you want to get together with with a financial professional uh, that's willing to take time to walk you through it, look at your current situation, and look at your goals. If nothing else, folks, the the reason you 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 want to get into putting this plan together is because life is short, and the confidence that you can bring into the household and into your relationship, uh, so if you're a couple. That, that confidence that comes with having a plan, you, you really can't even put a price on that. I mean, what, what is it worth to, to, to wake up, to go to bed every, every night and wake up every morning with that peace of mind and that confidence that you know you can go and live life and do the things you want to do and make memories and check boxes off your bucket list? Whatever that is too, right? So it reminds me of on, in the second episode or the second segment, excuse me, we talked about the couple that you know, I think you called them D&D. They ride jet skis every single day. I don't know if you guys knew that. I mean, I don't think they ride in January. But they ride jet skis every single day of the summer. And that's what they want to do. You know, and they were able to achieve that by planning, right? They were able to achieve that by guidance. Guidance that you get outside of your Google search. I don't think, as I I mentioned, I think there is a DIY plan out there that'll that'll sustain. But odds are it's not going to get you, not even odds are. I will put all my money on it that it's not going to get you as far as a well-crafted plan. Yeah, I don't think it's even in the middle of the line for optimization. No. I think it's a survival strategy. A spin-down strategy as a retiree is a survival strategy. And you don't know where you're going to land. None of us do. You have no idea when the timeline is over. How the heck can you plan for that if all you're doing is spending it down? There are vehicles specifically designed to plan for that and the eventuality of, of what happens in your twilight years, right? So, I mean, there's very, very great tool. There's great tools that are out there that are attuned for this. And that, that's what we're advocating. We're saying, look, come in, talk to an expert, make sure that you've got it all right. And it starts right at the beginning, like Jaden just said, setting a budget and having a plan up front and then adjusting accordingly to how much risk you're able to take, when you should take it, and when you shouldn't. Yeah, you know, I've been sitting around the dinner table a little bit with my <laughs> wife recently, and by a little bit, I mean a lot. And we're talking about a lot of things, specifically planning for that type of stuff, not necessarily how we're going to get there, but what we want it to look like. So we're in design mode right now. Almost like before you buy a house, you got to go and design it. We're absolutely in the design mode right now. And uh, it's interesting. I mean, we've got some some big aspirations there and it, it ain't going to happen without a plan. Right. And that's part of the conversation that we're, it's kind of like the deep tissue stuff that her and I are doing at the at the dinner table because it is deep tissue. It's, it's you got to take a look in the mirror. It's like, oh, you want this? then you have to you have to be disciplined in your 20s. You do, but you also want some tools that allow flexibility, right? Yes. So I'm alluding to, of course, private lending for us, but that's one of our unique factors that we're able to bring to the table. And we've compared it in the past to like an accordion, right? Or it's like an inchworm. It can squeeze if you need a little bit or it can expand 
and fill some of the gaps. And you got you guys use this on a daily basis. We do. We we love the concept of an accordion or a flexible plan. One of the one of the things that we build into every plan is is flexibility to not only uh, have the the diversification in in the plan, but to have the ability to simply turn on or turn up income or turn it down or turn it off uh, at any time you want. So we do a scheduled annual review and have our families come in and sit down and and look at the plan and make sure we're still on course. Okay, you told us that your budget was $10,000 a month, a round number, you're going to spend 120,000 a year. Uh, maybe we, you know, that's before or after tax where we, we will build in your taxes, of course, to that, looking at your effective tax rate. But if we sit down and find out, well, you, you, you know, you only spent 90,000 or 80,000, so we can turn down your income, turn off some of it and let that money now go and accrue and build up for the future. Or if it's the opposite, we can turn up your income, but every decision we make is, is made through the lens of that income planning the best tax strategy, the best timing of distributions. We get into age 70 and a half RMD. We talk a lot about tax-free income too when we're building these plans, which is exciting. We, we're not only looking at where where your income's coming from, but how much of it are you going to get to keep? Yeah, it could even be a bump in, in pay if you look at it from that perspective too. You're not giving away as much as you would have otherwise. I, uh, I mean, what I like about the planning part, as I mentioned talking at the dinner table, it's like, you know, for the first year of our retirement, we're going to sleep. That's that's year one, right? <laughs> year, year two, three, four, five, six. I think we want to do a little travel. Year six, seven, eight, nine. Th- we want to do this. We want to do, and we started kind of planning that out in our heads, right? The design phase. Great. And then we now we have to bring all of everything that we have into somebody to say, help us get there. Yep. Right? I mean, is that the way it works? Absolutely. We, we'll set up an appointment for you guys, uh, Romney, as soon as you want to come in. Like, <laughs> if you can hear me out there, have my assistant give, give you a call. <laughs> but I like what you're saying, Romney. The... You almost think of it as this imaginary score in your mind yeah. uh, that you can start looking at right now. You're yeah. almost 40, 40. Whoa, 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 whoa. I can't wait to celebrate the oh, boy. Lordy, Lordy Romney's 40. Oh, God, I can't believe that it's real. So, But we, we can look at what, where are you at right now. In other words, just based on today, how, what percentage of your goal have you reached? And, and what, what does that mean in terms of income that you've locked in already today? And every month, every quarter, every year, we can look at that and keep moving you up the scale until you know you've locked it in. And at this point, you're you're working for gravy on top. Uh, oh man, the day that you start coasting, that's got to be such a great feeling in the in your client's mind. Lock it in. Oh, or what? What was it? Um, hold in. Hold it in. Yeah, you got to hold it in. <laughs> never gonna, never gonna yeah. leave that one down. That's a good one. And it's such a small thing too. Such yeah. a small thing. All right. Hang in there with us. We'll be right back, and we'll be doing our favorite segment, Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is. I've already got four or five ideas over here. I'm going to try and bring it. I'm gonna, I'm pre-planning over here. See what I got going on? Yeah, well played. Yeah, I think that's what you guys have been doing. I've been wondering, y'all have taken notes this whole time, and y'all have been like, giving yourself ideas? Just stuff to take back to the lab. We'll be right back. Next chance at $1,000 with a big cash bribe is tomorrow at 7.03 on Talk 1370. Noble Capital Radio Hour. And we're back. If you're just tuned in, we've been exploring income planning. We talked about 
different ways you can approach income planning from a risk and security standpoint. That's what ultimately what all this boils down to is, do you know where your income is going to come from when you move into that retirement phase? And Romney and Jaden went on a, a banter there about how far you can back that up. And it's like a progress bar. It really is. Like that little person, you remember back in the dial-up days when you would download stuff and you'd have to wait for it to... Do the noise. I don't remember it. Are you talking about the modem noise? I still don't remember. So. Not going to do it. Yeah. And, and basically, it's a progress bar. It takes a while for that to download. Well, it's kind of like that in life, too, especially when you're in the earning years. If you have a plan already set up for you, you know, it'd be an interesting quiz. Like, you're 40 years old, and I'd say, well, what percentage are you on your progress bar to being where you need to be for retirement? And and if you, you're you not going to have that answer, I'm going to tell perfect. you. That's perfect. Well, here. Zero we, out of 100 people are going to go, yeah. oh, I'm at 43%. Romney, you're 39 or 38? 39, man. 39. Okay. keep. We're, we're still talking about it. So <laughs> yeah. do you have 39% of your retirement income locked in from guaranteed or predictable <laughs> income sources, sir? No. <laughs> Why not? Next one to speak loses. I'm going to take this loss for the team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a loss for the team and for the people. This is for the people. You know, it's probably for the same reason the people out there are listening. It's now, the exact I, same I do reason. have some exact of it, same. but that doesn't, that, that's not an excuse. No, no. You've got some of your balance sheet built up, but you ultimately don't have the real plan. You don't know what the progress bar is. And that's okay because every single day is your next opportunity to come in and basically say, all right, how do I get this done? That's what we're advocating yeah. for. We want you to come hang out with us, enjoy dinner on us. And let us talk to you about some of these strategies that we're doing. If this is interesting to you, come talk to us. How do they do it? Simple. Text the word SECURE, S-E-C-U-R-E, to 313131. That's SECURE, 313131. We will set you right up. I have to say this, though. I think the answer, and I, and this is the answer for the people that are listening to, just really, if you're, if you're in the kind of our age range, 30-something to 40-something, um, you're in the accumulation years. So it's not that you have the ability to go and erase mistakes. You kind of do, but right now you're accumulating. So I, that's, that would be my answer to you. Why not? Because I'm still, I still got a chance to make another move. Yep. Well, right? So first, my, my response is uh, congratulations for, for knowing that you're not. M most people don't even know, right? So <laughs> how, how, do you fix, how do you fix a problem when you don't even know it's a problem? And you're right. You have plenty of time, it, but it's never too early to start planning this and start putting money away that's pointed at at locking in those guaranteed and predictable income sources. I mean, that's what we're all working towards anyway. So what what are you doing? You know, what are your results at the end of the day? What does your scoreboard say? But I would also say this that, you know, at at this point you're you have a tremendous opportunity if you're in your 40s, if you're in your even in your 50s to get on track right now. It's never too late to start planning. We have folks coming in in their 60s, 70s. We, we have even have clients in their 80s. But imagine that 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 re analysis and that question if you're in your 60s, you know, and I'm asking you now, do you, as a 60-year-old, do you have 60% of your income coming from guaranteed or predictable and income? God forbid that answer be no. I could imagine the feeling that must go over that person, but it's, but it's okay. It's okay. And it's we, okay. we, we want to we talk about it because chances are you have the resources to do it. We just have to reposition those resources to get it locked in. All right, everybody. It's time to play Romney's favorite game, Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is, where we have to come up with a phrase that sums up this week's episode. Sounds simple, but we all know it's not because if you've been listening to us more than once, you know how we totally dive on this. At least one out of three. Romney always opens the envelope first so he can cheat and get ready on that. I just so, did. I know you did. I saw all you right. do it. Are you ready? Are you, you're already let ready. Me, let me tell you, give you guys the rules real quick. So as Chris mentioned, every week we do this and we always come up with something kooky to kind of wrap up what we talked about. Well, today we're going to do all of that in six syllables. 
Oh, not the syllables. That's the one I bailed on. I literally bailed. <laughs> I'm already four, quitting. Kind of I'm quitting right loaded. now. Six syllables? Yep. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of dead time on the air. All right, here we go. Damn, that was tough. I don't know. That here, is Romney's going to kick it off. I am right. so sorry, ladies and gentlemen. That was 10 seconds of just dead air. Woo. I got mine coming. I'm ready. I'll just go first. Go for it. I'll go first. Give you a minute. So mine's simple, and this is what I'm going to do to sum up the entire show when we're talking about it. Six syllables, one big word, predictability. Boom. Drop the mic. This is gonna yeah, be you killed it. I did. Here we go. I, I think I'm at six. <laughs> Plant, all, for those is. of you that aren't watching us on live, it's, live it's stream, obnoxious. we're using a lot so of bad. finger counting going on in here. Plan now, retire later. Yeah, I think that works. Yeah. There you go. Given retire a single. Retire. Retire. That's two. Plan now. Plan retire now, later. Retire later. Yeah, okay, he got it. All right. Whatever. That was good. Six syllables and it's a sentence. Yours is good, dude. I don't mm. think you've ever had a good one on the air. <laughs> this is your first. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> also probably true. I, I think everything's bigger in Texas was a good one. Oh, huh? that's right. Nah, that's that right. was a good one. All right. All right. All right, Mr. Newman. What you got over there, buddy? Okay, ready? Count them here. It's going to be hard to follow. Uh, um, You know? Eh? Uh? <laughs> That, how was that? I, I, I think, think he, needs to give us a, he needs to give us a uh, Jeopardy answer yeah, to that. Give it Jeopardy. <laughs> what someone not sure of their retirement says. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. That's exactly. the context. When someone is not sure of their retirement, they say, "Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Well. Okay." So here it is. Income planning. Um. Excuse me. Income planning's a must. Got it. I, Income that's planning's it. a must. Income planning's a must. Well, welcome to the minor leagues. Man, dude. that was yeah, that was all right. Well, sorry, I just pulled out like one big word. That was good, dude. Very, very the, good. But it's and the so only good one, real. and the only good one I've ever had. Apparently, that's true too. Predictability oh, in man. retirement is that's what we talk about at the dinner table. It's the name of the game. It I'll is. tell you what, we uh, we read an article the other day: five places to retire in Europe on a certain budget, and it's like, babe, I don't want that to be us. <laughs> I don't want that to be on a certain budget. On a certain Come on, budget. man. So predictability, at the very least, you know what you're getting. You know, Jaden was just joking a minute ago about his ums and uhs. We actually track how many times we use filler words and then penalize ourselves by having to make a donation to one of uh, the groups that we work with here in Austin. <laughs> you just so dropped another one. I, know, one I totally did. But it's Impact Hub, and it's the Affordable Housing Accelerator. So that's what we sponsor that. We're one of the major sponsors for the Affordability Housing Accelerator here in Austin, and we're getting ready to do our donation. And I don't think Ashley, the executive director of there, is even really aware of this, but we just supercharged it today. We probably dropped at least 30, so we'll have Sean go out there and count it. By the way, running tally, we actually owe, so far, about 650 $50. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you what. I think Chris is one of the largest contributors in the city of Austin. <laughs> Thanks. So, yeah, that's for Thanks. you, buddy. To the affordable housing crisis? Oh, yeah. Or to, or to the contribution It's you and the there. mayor. All right. What are we talking about next week? You know what? I'm pretty sure we're going to be talking about retirement, private lending, and real estate. <laughs> hey, that sounds like our show. Let's do this, man. This is what we know how to talk about. This is what we know how to help people with. All yeah. right. Well, hey, I'm all about that then. So I do want to say this and one last big plug. I've joked about it several times, but we do get a lot of content ideas from our listeners. We get it from you guys commenting on our social media page. Uh, we also get it from phone calls. You can call us. You can text in. We want to hear from you. We want to engage with you. We Heck, we even want to buy you dinner. So you want to participate on Sean in the Street. I mentioned that earlier. I'm not joking. Come on our Facebook page. Let us know you want to participate. Sean and the team can reach out to you, and we'll get you on this show so you can have your 30 seconds of fandom too.
Yeah, you can share it all over your social media. It'll be fun. I We would love the opportunity to have you on the show, guys. That's awesome. All right. Been a great show. Good to have you back in uh, the team, Jaden. Yeah, uh, man. You know, great show. This is my favorite topic, income planning. It's wow. what it's all about. That's true. All right, everybody. I'm Chris. I'm Romney. And I'm Jaden. And you've been listening to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. All opinions expressed by the speakers on this radio program are solely the opinions of those speakers and do not reflect the opinions of Noble Capital, Acute Financial, Streamline Funding, or their respective affiliates. Each speaker's opinions are based upon information the speakers believe to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Each speaker's statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. The information discussed on this radio program is provided for general informational purposes only, does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you, and should not be construed as investment, legal, tax, or other advice on any subject matter. The information discussed in this radio program is not intended and should not be viewed or construed as a recommendation, advice, offer, or inducement to buy, sell, or hold securities, insurance products, or any other financial products. Before acting on any information discussed in this radio program, you should seek appropriate financial, investment, and other professional advice based on your particular facts and circumstances. Current or past performance is not indicative of future results. You should be aware of the real risk of loss and following any strategy or investment discussed on this radio program. No outcome or profit is guaranteed. Any transmission of information through this program is provided on a non-confidential basis and does not create an advisor-client relationship between you or anyone of Noble Capital, Acute Financial, or Streamline Funding. Some information provided in this program may reference other service providers, including websites operated and maintained by third parties. Such information is included solely as a convenience to you, and the provision of such information does not imply a responsibility for such third-party information or an endorsement of the linked site, its operator, or its contents. Acute Financial and Streamline Funding are both wholly owned subsidiaries of Noble Capital. Noble Capital, Acute Financial, Streamline Funding, and or their respective affiliates and principals, which may include the speakers and guests featured on this radio program, may receive compensation from the sale of financial products featured in this program. Reproduction, distribution, republication, and or retransmission of any portion of this program is strictly prohibited without the prior written permission of Acute Financial, Noble Capital, and Streamline Funding.